Love. New location, guys. See, it's very brand new. Yes. How are you, Simpson? I'm <laughs> good. How are you? By the way, this is your co-host, Raya. Welcome this back. This is Simpson. We might have a visitor. It's Simpson's pet. Yes. Not mine. Yes. Her name is Rita, and she is moody as hell. So if you see some things flying around, she's the most adorable not cat us. that I've encountered. She's honestly. No, she's so cute. So cute. So pretty. I like moody girls, and she's a moody girl. Yeah, I don't really like moody, but it just happened to be that I have two moody girls in my life. <laughs> um, I guess. Um, I love it. You Not chase us. You attract us. Yes, I'm attracting that. So exactly. Love it. We'll never replace it by anything. How was uh, your week? It was good. Um, I was not feeling very good this week, um, so I had to just spend the entire time in the house. I cannot complain about that. I love staying home, so it was it was good. But um, yeah. yeah, just recovery. You? Um, it's been good, but super stressful, honestly. And um, I did a, my Botox appointment this week. Oh, how did it go? Um, honestly, went good. I really needed it because I keep on grinding on my teeth every night. Like I seriously, seriously wake up with like my neck hurts, yeah. my jaw hurts. Sometimes I have like migraines. Sometimes I have headache just because of that. Did you feel it? Like so I usually put Botox here, yeah, and, and here. But I usually also get regular Botox like for my nose. So whenever I smile, it doesn't go down, and like on my forehead or on my eyes. Yeah. Things like that. Um, uh, I don't see the difference to like two weeks after the appointment, so I okay. still have to wait. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm also taking like some medications to relax me because I feel like I'm so ten like tensed, you know? Yeah, I know. Um, I don't know why, honestly. I guess just because I'm going through a lot of things and a lot of changes and, you know, things that matter. So it happens yeah but other than that honestly my week was good um i got a new couch i want you to see it oh my because, god um, i don't know how i feel about you it you got it in the in the place it's yeah there yeah already? i already because like i ordered it from wayfair and yeah. they have like a service where you can actually have them bring it in take the boxes with them yes, put it where uh, you want uh, it to be white glove whatever exactly yeah, white yeah. glove um so that's what i did and it was busy easy seriously he was in the house five minutes and out Hell i yeah. love it good every time because i'm gonna order yes. from them so that's uh, every time you order it get the white glove with it perfect like, the one that i want it says underneath it white gloves service for free i so love like, that yeah. honestly because you don't have to deal with the boxes you don't have to deal with where to put it carry it or anything they do everything to you that's assemble so it as well so yeah. it's just I love the service. I was so happy with it. That's great. Um, I don't know. Like, I want to do some stuff in that corner that we usually do the podcast. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you we added a couch. I'll see. I'll see. It's a, it's a work in progress, honestly, because I don't like to buy everything all at once. I like to bring piece by piece and, and build it up mm -hmm. because every time I buy everything at once, I don't like it. You know? And I end up with the things that I bought. It looks like a setup. Mm -hmm. You know, like uh, something that has not been like collected over time. Yeah, you could tell there's no personality items. to yeah. it. True. Exactly, exactly. True, true, it feels true. like a yeah a setup or whatever. 
So that's what happened this week. Where else? Oh, I did some severe workouts, honestly. I carried some weight that I was not supposed to carry. And yesterday was so bad. Like, my glutes were, like, in pain. Uh Every time I sit down, it's so painful. (laughs) And I keep stretching, and now my glutes still hurt. I'm doing some butt exercises because I got to meet my goal this, this year. You know, I, I'm not I'm not an expert in working out, but I saw the other day a video that you're supposed to stretch uh, before, and, before after. and after. Yes, but I also like carried weight that I'm not usually carrying. Oh, so okay. like, did you jump into I mean, like a really high number? Uh, uh, no, no, no. I um, I did lunges with weight. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's something that I haven't done also in a long time. So more weight, something like that just, I haven't done. So. Yeah. It's just soreness, and I love being sore, honestly. Even though it's it's a little bit painful, mm-hmm. but I like the pain of being sore. I, I enjoy it. If to me legs, no, I hate it. Yeah. Any other workout is fine if I feel the pain, but I cannot do like day. Hell no. My favorite day is like day. I hate it. Oh my god. Yeah. I hate like day, but it's just me. <laughs> yeah. So today. We want to talk about us being Arabs in the U.S. Arab, 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 Arab. I've actually had <laughs> a, a classmate that was like Arab. What's up, Arabic? I was like, Arabic. And she was not white, so I was like, you have no excuse. Ooh. Get it together. Every time I say I'm from Iraq, Iran, Iraq, Iran. I know. I'm like, so please. like Iran. There's you guys are the letter. same thing? I'm like, no. Nothing. And they're like, you speak the same language? I'm like... Mm, I know, I know, I know. And so, and actually, it happens a lot to Iranian people that they just approach them with, like, Arab words. Yeah. Because, like, some of my Iranian friends, yeah. they'll be like, you know? Yeah. They just approach them with, like, Habibi or whatever the yeah. Arab words that we use, and they don't use it. Like, yeah. It's a complete two different languages, so... Let's not do that. Yeah, please. but today we're talking specifically about Arabs, us being Arabs, things that we like about being Arabs, things that we do not like about being Arabs. Everything about the Arab community exactly. in the U.S. It's so funny because like we're Arabs, so we have the right to talk good and bad about our community because we are part of it. Yeah. You can't say, oh, somebody's going to call us self-hating Arabs. <laughs> I don't care. I really don't. <laughs> I'm saying things. For my people to listen and to better themselves about things that you know we don't agree with or mm-hmm. we found that it's a bit traumatic growing up with you know honestly yeah so every community and I, I'm gonna hate get, probably people are gonna hate me for this but every community got the good and the bad oh every 100% everyone got good and bad and it's good when you notice the bad things and you try to work on it and mm-hmm. educate people about it totally agree so honestly such a like you would be a hypocrite if you say exactly. no everything is good being an yeah. arab like no. a perfect yeah. being an arab or any other race it's no. just it does not make sense what i love because i'm the, in in the united states is that i speak arabic sometimes i can talk shit and nobody can understand that's a plus for me in the state in some areas not every area because now we have yeah. a lot of arabs in the united states so everywhere you go you might encounter somebody from the middle east that speaks arabic but it's still a plus 
to be honest. It really is, but it, yeah, like you said, it depends. Like in New York, could not. No. <laughs> there was a, an Arab between every other person, you know? Like I would walk and there yeah. are Arabs surrounded by Arabs yeah. everywhere. Um, but like here in Houston, because it's not as dense as New York, there mm-hmm. are a lot of more Arabs here, but like we don't, you know, bump into each other like that. True. Um, but honestly, even if I do, like, because I've been in situations where I don't feel comfortable because uh, certain people say some things, you know, or stuff like that, and I know exactly what they're saying, I don't care. I would say something, like, okay, like what it. are you talking about? Like, one time when we used to work together uh, at a certain place, um, there will be, like, Arab customers that would come in, and they would think that we're not speaking Arabic, and yeah. they would just talk shit, like, you know, like, this stupid... person or whatever and I'm like that's not nice to assume that I might not be from your yeah you know what I mean I might not understand you therefore you can talk shit in front of me about me exactly and and I hate that assuming where you are from because like you have a lot of features that you know yeah, a person could tell you cannot that you're miss I'm an Arab exactly like absolutely if you do you got something yes like what like Arab yes I do get um mistaken sometimes and I get it it's fine like Latinas probably yes mostly Mm -hmm. and sometimes um Latinos come to the job and they would try to talk to me especially they they would think that I'm lying I'm like I swear I speak Arabic like but it's just I don't think that's the most annoying thing in Arabs and other ethnicities where they assume that you might be from that one particular place yeah judgment yeah um but yeah what is what is the most thing that you like going back to the same question that you started it off with as being Arab and what is the most thing that you don't oh, like? I love that I am an Arab because I have a culture and it's a very strong culture yeah. and I feel like I belong to an Arab before like I didn't feel like I belonged to anything because I was also half here and half yeah. there and confusion yeah like, honestly yeah. confused between who do I really belong to because I act this way or I think this way and some people from the Middle East do not think like what like how I think you know yeah. but now I feel like it's about the culture and um, your background you know what I mean or your family background your um, how do you call it like your roots yeah like the things like, that you, you know grew how, up like you feel like you have a culture yeah, some like, things that you can relate to. Yes. Things that were embedded in you even though you spend most of your time outside of that yeah, country, like you know? Yeah, part of it is the language. Part of it is the religion. It's not just Muslim. No, I'm talking about the religions, the, like the diversity of yes. religions in the Middle East. It has a lot of effect on our culture, you know, because our culture is so diverse. You can't really pick up point is like oh this is a Muslim culture no it's a very diverse culture so this is something that I really admire that I belong to um, and I just love telling people I'm an Arab yeah honestly I love it like thank God I, I I'm so thankful I love it too but honestly I'm very thankful I love all the other Arab countries and uh, yeah. like if you know me and you're that close to me you know that if anybody talks shit about any other Arab country I defend like yeah. right away because I belong there you know it's it's my culture like that I was saying but 
I love saying that I'm Iraqi. Yeah, like, of course. There was a little joke between me and my friends at, at school that I used to be like, did you know that I'm from Iraq? And I would say it every like 30 minutes, just to piss them off. I love saying that. And I can relate to the diversity. I feel like Iraq specifically is the most diverse country mm-hmm. in all of the other Arab countries. There are so many different um, religions and beliefs and, and ethnicities within the, the the country you know there's so Kurd true. there's Turkish there's uh, um, Arabs there are so many you know Yazidi the, like so, so, many, many. so many and then um, it's the the oldest civilization exactly like, the oldest I'm so proud to say yeah we don't have much now but like we started everything in this motherfucking yeah. world so I'm very happy to be from this country but also there are things that I do not like mm-hmm. of being an Arab um, is how we are very divided. Yeah. Like we're not all one hand. Um, people can sense that. A lot of non-Arabs can sense that we do not like each other sometimes yeah. as in Arab countries or we yeah. have some issues with one another. And I try to do my best to erase that image and give a better, you know, a better perspective about an Arab person to other people but um, no matter how I try it's it's always gonna be there that you know we're our, the bond is not strong I think it's because of media and propaganda honestly I feel like the media always tries to cause issues between countries politically therefore an outsider looking in would see that we're not united because every time you look in the news there is something going on sure so it becomes like a stereotype about arabs that each country has a problem with its neighboring countries which is not true honestly the people do not care about those issues because these issues has been going on for years and people are sick of it but i feel like the people themselves especially if you leave the middle east and you let's say come to the United States to the West I feel like um, you become a little bit careful with making Arab relationships because of that stereotype like you it's true that you don't believe it but you still think that it might exist it's there embedded might, in you whether exactly, you like it or not exactly because yeah. you you can meet an Arab but you do not know is the Arab that you're meeting gonna think the same way you think or are they politically involved you know what I mean or they have different ideologies so it is a little bit of a sensitive subject between Arabs to talk about them being Arabs honestly yeah because most Arabs are not satisfied with their governments most most Arabs Um, what I don't like about being an Arab is the the gossip honestly I feel like the gossip game in the Middle East is so strong like it it's the strongest I know everywhere in the world there is gossip but I feel like in the Middle East is the strongest because we have a lot of um, housekeepers housekeepers and most of women are jobless and we have a lot of people are unemployed these things do cause gossip because you do not have other things to do other than grouping with people hanging out with people and this causes gossip you're not busy with anything you're not busy with work nothing is 
making your brain busy and your thoughts busy and creative. No, all you're thinking about is the things that you're doing every day, which is grooving with your group, you know, and talking shit about people. So this is something that I truly dislike and it's part of our culture because our culture enjoys hanging out, enjoys, it's mm -hmm. a, it's like a community, you know what I mean? And part of being in a community is being okay with the gossip because you can't just be in a community and not gossip, like it's impossible, honestly. True, and then there's another thing that ties back to gossip mm. is that we care about what other people say about us. Yeah. And because we know that people gossip a lot in our community, we tend to not express ourselves out because we know that once they get home, mm -hmm. they're gonna talk shit about me a little bit. Yep. And I wish that we stopped doing this because um, we try to hide who we are a lot. Mm -hmm. Like, as soon as you see an Arab uh, steps out of their community, mm -hmm. um, I don't know, to the US, anywhere, Canada, I don't care. Like, I'm just saying. Yeah. Um, you start seeing them acting different yeah or not really acting different but expressing who they really are because yeah. they feel that they are in a safer environment yeah to do so you know what i mean yeah. um so i feel like yeah gossip and like being um a bit like uh, and like i can't tell people oh don't care about the community don't care about what people say which you shouldn't okay but I can also understand that they live in a community where word of the mouth matters a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like this is how they grew up and hopefully it changes in the future. But for them is like what other people say about them, it's important. Like how you represent yourself outside the house and in your community it's something that is part of who you are and people will always go back to that image and how you represent yourself to the community and they judge you based on that and they judge your family based on that they judge your kids based on that so it's like kind of like a stigma that stays with you forever so literally you a scar like you, that it will never yeah. heal basically yeah um it, it, this, this is a very good point, I feel like, because you, you need to start breaking the generational curse. Mm -hmm. You know what I exactly. mean? Um, and if anybody tries to judge you, because you're never gonna, they're never gonna be direct. You're always gonna hear it from someone else. And if they do, just be upfront, just be like, it's me. I got nothing to do with my family, you know? Yeah. Like, if you are not okay with something that I'm doing, then you shouldn't tie my family back with me. True. And the family should understand that this person is has their own thoughts has their own belief you know what i mean mm -hmm. and that they shouldn't force their own beliefs and thoughts onto their kids just because um they're gonna carry that burden with them forever um i feel like it is changing a little bit but it will take time for it to be uh, a little bit more westernized even though i don't like i don't i, like, I really no. don't like to describe it as that but it is like that because in the West people care less about what other people say so it's something from the West you know it's an, a thing that people do in the West they're more open-minded about who you are they care less about the person next to them because they're too busy with their life they're working and there is so much stress in their life already to a point that they cannot 
think about what what the other person is thinking you know nobody cares about how you think or what you do because they're already busy but i would never want them to get to that point because i also love the community the community and i love that we work until 12 or 1 p.m and then the whole family i don't think that's gonna change i don't think that's gonna change because this is something that the west is trying to copy from the middle east is have less working hours where people are working and from home and when is that going to be i don't know but working like, from home is not less working no, no it's more it's working. actually more working and it's very stressful honestly i was watching a documentary the other day and it says like the i creating the iphone and having the iphone with you means that you are on the clock 24 7 because you have your emails you have your text phone yeah. anybody can call you any at any time anybody can text you at any time and they can email you at any time yes basically you are on the clock 24 7 literally i mean i i get emails sometimes at yeah. 10 yeah at 10 at night i'm like i'm about to go to bed and <laughs> you have to think about it for? going to bed you know what I mean? yes. like, even if you're not so stressful taking care of the email and responding right away no you're gonna go to bed thinking about it to a point that the first thing you wake up in the morning is thinking about the work so did you really rest no and sometimes because i work mostly in the office because it's a fabrication job sometimes i take the day to work at home at the office i work eight hours and i leave when I do it at home, I don't know why it ends up being like 10, 12 hours. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I'm not getting paid extra for that time. So mm -hmm. I'm like, what am I doing? Let me just go to the office and clock out yeah. and leave. Yeah. I honestly prefer that people go to their office, finish their work, leave the office, and not think about the work ever yeah. again. But it's also changing because a lot of people are business owners now. And really, when you own a business and you're an entrepreneur, you really cannot clock out. You cannot, because no. it's like a baby that you have to take care of 24-7. It's your work, you know? True. And especially if you are serving internationally, you really cannot take a break because you go to bed, somebody else just woke up. Like, it's it's a little bit insane, but this is the world we're living in. I yeah. feel like Arabs have nothing to do with this. <laughs> yeah, they really don't. I don't know how we drifted to this point. But going back to yeah. Arabs, yeah. Um, what is the most situation that kind of traumatized you from from your community when you were here uh, the way that I dress honestly um, and the way that I used to do things like back in high school and okay so I started modeling at 16 yeah. and when you're a model you wear whatever you're you're wearing you know whether it whatever you sign up for that's it this is what you're wearing it's a job yeah. exactly so sometimes I would have like photographers take pictures of me on the runway with like bikinis or like lingerie and things like that I would seriously go to my Facebook and be tagged right I would have to change my settings like every time the Facebook brings in new settings I would have to put it in yeah. like if they bring the settings where you can untag yourself I would do that where like people cannot see the pictures that you're tagged in I would do that you know like a block people block family I would do that and it was pretty stressful honestly because like I would have to be super careful 24 7 on my social media just to see who's tagging me you know like after a runway show or yeah. after a photo shoot or anything just so yeah. other people don't see it because most of my profiles were public so that's back in like 2016, 17, things like that, you know? Yeah. A little bit less, I think.
been a long time, honestly. But it's, it, I mean, I only went through that because I'm an Arab. You know, if I wasn't an Arab, I don't think I yeah, would have gone no. through this because people don't really care about it's it's a it's the well, job. You know what I mean? Well, I know I know some of my friends that are non-Arab still. Yeah. Their families are pretty, you know, conservative. And yeah. conservative. But like majority of the yes, Middle true. East is it's like that. Yeah, you literally like there are certain jobs that you don't feel comfortable expressing yourself and even though you love it and you're so passionate about it yeah just because your auntie from your dad's side that you yeah. have never seen her she might say something you so know true and so i'm like true. mind your own business but yeah. it's just these are these things are very very annoying um, and i'm happy that um the middle east is becoming more of a tourist place where they're getting used to seeing people dress however they want to dress mm -hmm. because honestly without social media and without like the fast-paced life that we live in I don't think the Middle East would have reached this point like honestly every time I would wear like a crop top people would be like oh my god she's wearing crop top but now like especially in the past three years I feel like everybody is is okay with it you know yeah. it's changing it's not the same and it's it's beneficial in my opinion because um, it's just like uh, you can do whatever you want more you know yeah. that's what social media helped it's like being less strict and less conservative but uh, I don't know your ideologies can still be conservative but just not the way you dress and the way you represent yourself like they put so much judgment on the way that you represent yourself to a point that is scary yeah as in like if you dress yeah. up in a certain way you are a horrible person you know yeah, yeah the person inside or the soul has nothing to do with the body yeah to me in that sense yeah you're expressing things that you might like certain top that you like certain bottom whatever like things that you want to put on has nothing to do with your soul if you're a good person you're going to be a good person whether you're covered up head to toe or you are wearing a bikini yeah. it does not matter um the most How about you? the most traumatic thing I was about to say it was um, having to uh, to explain myself to people of where I'm coming from. Okay. You know, like um, people having a certain image about Arabs being uh, barbaric, and mm. <laughs> you know what I mean. Damn. Of us being, and I at first when I came here, I was in North Carolina, so it was not diverse at all. Yeah. Um, and it was what year? Very close-minded. Yes, it was 2013. Yeah, bro. So I feel like nobody... after after tw 2019, yeah, the world changed. For sure. Yeah, for like, sure. Like I feel like everybody became like one spot. Yes. It's completely different. Sure. Before 2019, the world was on a different. Closed off. Everyone's living in their own bubble. Exactly. Yeah. Now we're all in the same bubble. Yes. So I would have to explain myself that I don't, I would get the stupidest questions. Have you ever hurt somebody? Have you ever done this to somebody? Have you ever, you Are know? Are you a terrorist? Is Are your dad a terrorist? Exactly, I really didn't want to say, thank you for saying it. I swear. <laughs> have you ever killed someone? Have you ever, and I'm like, girl, if I have killed someone, I would not be sitting right here. Why do you think I would, as at 18, no, when I got here, I was 14. I was like, as a 14-year-old girl, girl, I would not be here. Why would I kill someone? I didn't do nothing. And they would ask me up questions about the hijab. Why aren't you wearing a hijab? Why oh, aren't you I don't cover your that. head? And I'm like, I, because I don't want to. And they're like, oh, you have an option? 
I'm like, okay, this is cute. So these things, all all these questions, all of this um, things that are repeatedly saying to me kind of made me feel like I should hide my culture. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. like I should just maybe not interact with anyone not say that I'm Arab just go by my day and you know but I, I had a, like a strong accent when I came so I would like always give it away um, but then after that I it just like took me some time to to fall in love back with where I'm coming from you know and be like I'm very proud of where I'm coming from I don't care I don't need to explain myself to you um, if you are uneducated and ignorant, that is on you. Uh, I'm not here to educate you. If yeah. you have free time, go ahead and educate yourself. Because yeah. I'm tired. Honestly, I'm who really wants to sit down up. and explain every single exactly. thing about their culture that is a stereotypical? Exactly. Who, like, who in this world would like that? Of course, you'll find it uh, yeah. annoying. Of course, you're not going to want to talk about it. Because how many times are you going to be able to talk about it? And until today, I would encounter yeah. people that are curious to know a bit okay sometimes i'm like yeah i'll tell you about the food yeah. i'll tell you about you know the clothes. things that you cannot really yes. google and find but easily some things yeah. are draining and yeah. repeat repeat it every single time i meet a new person so i'm like uh, now i say it up front i'm like you got google like if you want to learn i'm tired i really get offended when I'm people tired. ask me things yeah. that are on google i'm like am i google like google it like seriously i i i have google it i, I this is a term that i say it very yeah google it. it to me sometimes. google it sometimes. google is there sometimes i ask that i have something she's like google google it because i seriously google everything like I think, everything i think we have a video actually in the and you're like did you ever hear about google <laughs> i think so i think so it was the cat it was the oh, comeback oh season from season three. I'm just, yeah, it was funny. That was dramatic. Yeah, and I Googled it, but I still asked you. I was like, Google didn't give me an answer. Now I got <laughs> you. Yeah, yeah. Um, but thank God for the internet. Thank God for what happened after literally. 2019 because the world will change and yeah. people We needed are. COVID. We really <laughs> needed COVID to sit down and just have some free time to educate ourselves. Because... <laughs> Um, 100%. But what was I going to say? I was going to say something. Related to what? Being an Arab. Oh. <laughs> oh, God. I really love being an Arab. Yeah, I really do. I do. The food is amazing. Oh, the, my God. The, 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 music. the texture and everything is so good. The music is... The dance. Uh, yes, dance. I love... Oh. Arab dances are so perfect. Fun. Um, and y'all love the belly dance, and y'all love the hummus and all of that. You know, yeah. It's it's and a honestly, cool culture. Don't it's, it's don't. The fastest it. growing cuisine in the world is the Mediterranean. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, nice. So what's up? Yeah. Oh, also, I was gonna say about Google it. Uh, Google everything, but not the language. Please, <laughs> not the translate. Please don't translate. Google, don't Google translate, translate and come up. And don't tattoo it. Like don't ta tattoo an ask Arab me, thing. Ask me. I would literally, I would literally go with you to the tattoo place and help you out because y'all sometimes be writing it mirrored the up, the other way. Oh hey. And y'all sometimes no. be having words that make no fucking sense. Like hey. the grammar is wrong, <laughs> spelling is wrong. 
<laughs> Some weird shit. And the font also, I'm like, this is not a cute font for an Arab language. Don't do that, please. I've encountered... I would help. I've encountered somebody with a tattoo that does not make sense. Yeah. Like, it should have been... The saying is known, but it was said in a wrong way. Like, the grammar was wrong, but it's a true saying, but it's wrong. This is not how we say it. Yeah. Oh, God. I didn't I didn't say anything. I was like, yeah, I can understand. <laughs> Overall, no. what you say at this point? It's already tattooed. Okay. I don't care. I swear to God, one time a guy with us at high school, he had it mirrored. Like, the oh other way. Oh, my God. I'm like, it's either you or whoever that tattooed do you. One of y'all is stupid. It's both of y'all, bro. It's a two-way street. <laughs> or maybe he gave it to the tattoo artist and the tattoo artist didn't know Arabic. You know, he thought yeah, it yeah. was just like... Yeah. Sikwiggly things like y'all say. I fucking hate when someone says that to me. Sikwiggly? Yeah, it's just like a drawing. Sikwiggly thing. Mm-hmm. I have sure. a friend that says that. Stop it. <laughs> Please. I love the Arabic writing. I'm not the best, but I honestly write every now and then. Like, really hold a pen and write in Arabic. Numbers, same thing. But, yeah. I love it, too. I write my diaries all the time in Arabic. I like to write poetry. I'm not the best, but I like to. I, I like, like to it. Read it rhymes. In yeah. Arabic, I love it. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. Um, what's your favorite, favorite thing about being an Arab? It is. That's why I'm asking. Um, Maybe the way that we interact with each other back home. Mm. That we're not... Here there's a social awkward thing that you don't know your neighbor at all. Yeah, so true. Back home, oh my God, I would spend eight hours in my neighbor's house. Yeah. Like we would be in each other's houses all the time. I grew up in El yeah. It's a very, very um, uh, chaotic but like cool space to grow up in. I don't know how to explain it. The streets are always filled with kids playing. Men are sitting outside drinking tea. Women are always together in their own. It, like they rotate which house yeah. they go to. Um, and we don't go to school a lot for a long time. And everybody leaves school and work at like 12 or 1 p.m. And then after that, you have the whole day to just like play around so and socialize. I miss that. I miss being social with people and talking to a lot of people. Here, here, I feel very drained so quickly. You know why? It's because the working hours. It's like there we work from like six, seven to like two or three, and that's it. You're done. Yeah. You have the whole day. Even like in winter, you still see sunshine. You know yeah. what I mean? here it's like you don't finish work till six five or six like are you kidding me your day's over like that's it you only have the night you only have one part of the day that is for you there it's only the morning that is kind of busy and a little bit from the afternoon the rest is all yours true um for me another thing that i cannot like the pick and choose between i feel like i loved architecture there I fell in love with architecture there. I used to walk around and like touch materials and bricks and feel I don't it. blame you. I love architecture back home. And I feel like when I got here, I really felt depressed because whatever are the ideas that I had as a kid and the things are not implemented here. Like the buildings around me are all looking alike. All the houses are with the Barbie roof type of thing. They all um, look alike. Yeah. 
Um, and the things that they teach us at school is not reflected on, on the place. So I'm like, this is very, I, I learn about Islamic architecture and I'm like, I leave and there's not a single pattern outside. It's very plain. True. So I feel like I um, broke up with architecture here and I gotcha. fell in love with it back there. So I miss, I miss the architecture there too. So true. What is um, your favorite? My favorite is being an Arab. Like uh, the, the the way I look, honestly. The all way, of it. Yeah, all of it. The way I look and the culture is my f two favorite. Like I can connect with an Arab just because they're an Arab. Yeah. I'm that silly. Yes, yes. Sorry. Yeah. I don't know. You can call it whatever you want to call it, but this is how I feel. No, no, there is. It's not silly. I feel yeah. like you you can um, rely back on like things that you guys went through together. Yeah. Same things that you know feel same food same yeah. clothes you know it's, it's something that you can relate to the other person. yeah i feel like my mental state is very arab yeah you know true so it's, it's something that i cannot put into words but it's something that is embedded in me and i feel it so that's what i enjoy the most like i feel so different because i'm an arab but yet so not. i love i love that about you you know yeah. what i what i thought when we were first gonna see each other after like i don't know 10 years or whatever that we haven't seen each other uh, my thought, I was like, oh, they're Americanized as hell. Like, yeah. before I saw y'all. Yeah. You know, I thought I was just going to meet, like, American girls. <laughs> just gonna... Definitely not. And I was like, oh, nice. Yeah. You know? No. Like, it was embedded. Yeah. And I feel like our families really tried to put that in, in our brain. Like, I came way older than yeah. when you came. I came at 14. To the U.S.? Yeah, 14. Not 12. Old. I thought 12. No, 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 14. Oh, so we came at the yeah. same age. Yeah, yeah, I, I came 14 too. Yeah. Uh, so that's perfect. It's because you're younger than me, so you think that I was younger when I came here because I came yeah, before probably. you. Yeah, probably. I don't know. It just feels weird. No. But uh, my dad would always be like, we don't do that. Like, yeah. we're Arab. It's like, remember where, where you're you come coming from. from. <laughs> yes, remember. <laughs> remember what you do, you know? So I'm like, I always love that that yeah. I always have something to tie myself back to and hold myself accountable to certain standards because, you know, I truly there love are that. things. I, I really do love it too. Some people think that we are oppressed and uh, we oh, are, you know, no. we're not. Let me tell you that. Arab women, mm -mm. we're strongest. Most of them are not oppressed. Mm -mm. Most Arab women, I'm speaking from what I've seen, most <laughs> of Arab women are not oppressed. Yeah. Really, a very small percentage, yes, yes. they are very oppressed. But the rest, and, and and we are very strong and very smart. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You give us a guide in life, and God always is the one that guided me. I don't know. So you true. give me one light, and I will follow that to whatever I want to do in this life, and I will achieve it. Arab women are very strong because they have seen so much. Yeah, you know, we've been through war and a lot of crazy shit that it just makes you. Um, I don't like to use that, but it's the only word that I have in my mind. Man up. Mm -hmm. Like, you know? Mm -hmm. Not in the sense that, you know, men are better than women, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, it makes you, you know, become stronger and it makes you, you know. And I feel like um, they have stronger morals and ethics. It's pretty important to me, honestly, that um, it's something that is embedded in us that we have stronger morals as Arabs. Some, some Arabs, not all of us. Yeah. But the, when you find an Arab that is ethical, that's it. 
it's done. You know what I mean? You can really trust them a little bit. Uh, it's harder for me to find good morals in other ethnicities or maybe because I have not given a, like a huge chance or lived with a, a different ethnicity, you know? I feel, I feel like in that sense, you have it. Yeah, you really I have think it's because it's an experience. You only know that yeah. from long-term experience. Yeah. Um, in in yeah. my case, yeah. to, to be fair and say it that way, I've been friends with Arabs here, yeah. and I was traumatized for life. I was like, hell no, never again. You know, yeah. I will never be friends with Arabs. Like you're yeah. out of the equation. It's yeah. different, but it was very traumatizing because of the gossip thing. Okay. They would love to gossip. They yeah. did not have something to do with their life, and I'm busy and I'm doing my own shit. And then yeah. they would want me. To hang out with them every single day and if i don't then i'm fake and they will start talking so shit true. about me yeah. i'm like girl i'm not fake i'm just in the shop cutting wood and doing my own shit like get a life i don't know what to do what yeah. to tell you yeah. and i've seen people that are non-arabs that have stood by my side that have you know done so much for me i've seen their families they've seen my family so it just it's yeah. different it really is different yeah. i've encountered the best in in both yeah of the world you know true so yeah i honestly don't have girlfriends like arab girlfriends other than you but yeah, me, um, me that also what stopped it is gossip and things like that so yeah whatever honestly i guess it's something that they cannot like go of you know the gossip yeah and it, it can hinder the whole yeah uh, friendship yeah you know it's it's not nice yeah. Um, and if you have a problem with me, come up to me and tell me. Don't start talking shit about me to other people, you know? Yeah, that's something that I really dislike about Arabs is they do not mention the elephant in the room. No. For them, it's like they'll go and talk about everything mm -hmm. but the elephant in the room. Yep. For me, is that, no, bro, the first thing that we're going to be talking about is the elephant in the room. That's part of my personality. That's, this yeah. is why I cannot be probably close with a lot of Arabs here in the States or build those strong relationships because I'm always bringing up the elephant in the room till we take care of that, and, you and, know? And I they, love it. I truly love. Yes, I love it about you too because it it, it, it makes me feel comfortable. It makes things too. easier. Yeah, yeah, it makes it much easier. But um, they are coming from not a bad place. They just don't want to, they think that they don't want to hurt your feelings. Mm -hmm. You know, most likely is because they don't have the the courage to tell it to you in your face because they're like, oh, I'm going to hurt their feelings. And it's much easier to hurt someone's feelings and be open with them mm -hmm. because I, like, trust me, they will understand where you're coming from because you're coming from love. They might be mad for like a couple of days and after that, y'all are going to go back to normal. True. Better than putting things under the table and not really cleaning the whole room like entirely because so things are going to pile up and um you're going to lose each other in the long in the long run 100 percent. but yeah yeah i think i've talked everything that i want about being an arab and leave your comments guys leave yeah. your comments if you think uh we missed something but i don't think we missed anything no. this is how everything that i'm thinking about about yeah. arabs you know yeah and and Please don't come for us. We're just talking about our culture. We I love have the it. right to speak about Arabs. I'm an yeah. Arab. Like if I'm talking shit, I'm talking shit about myself. If I'm talking good, I'm, go I'm talking good about myself. So we're, what's we're, wrong? We're part educational here. Yeah. You know, we're just educating y'all about some things. Um, 
and I'm not be educating better. nobody. I am. Nobody. I am. Because <laughs> I would like to not be asked any more questions. Please. Because if anyone asks me any more stupid questions, I'm going to give them the QR code to this uh, episode. So that's it. That's it. We're done. Have a blessed day. I hope you enjoyed this. We love you guys, and we'll see you next time.